I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Robert Campbell has gone deep into the Amazon rainforest, into a world of astonishing beauty, a land of ancient mystery, where he's made an amazing discovery. What is it you think you've got? I don't think. I know. You found the cure for cancer, and all you can say is, I know? There's just one problem. You did what? I Haven't you ever lost anything to pass your car keys? Well, it's rather like that. Now you have it, now you don't. Hollywood Pictures presents Sean Connery and Lorraine Bracco in a John McTiernan film, Medicine Man. He turned his back on civilization. Now I understand why you don't want to leave. Only to discover he had the power to save it. They obviously worship you. It's the other way around. And welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films and Bond-related films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. It's side special time again, and this week we'll be welcoming you to the jungle for fun and games and rodents and names. Yes, it's Medicine Man. And joining me to look for her purse or car keys is comedy actor Margaret Caborn-Smith, who can be found on Twitter as at Mem Caborn-Smith. I don't know why I hesitated there. M.K. Bonesmith, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. It's, pl- it's a pleasure. Yeah, it's great. I enjoyed your uh, weird reference, the uh, one of the odd lines in the Persian film. Persian Karkish. Yes. Yeah. We'll they try and do it. a call, but they try and do a callback to it. Doesn't and work, say, does it? Yeah, it doesn't work. And it's slightly different from the original thing. It's like, that's not how callbacks work. It's because you've got somebody in the other lead act- acting role who can't talk properly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, I mean, I mean, we'll get to it, but one of the things, I mean, I never saw this film when it came out because I'd heard no. it was terrible. Yes. Now, I, I wanted to ask you about this. Hmm. What was the reception at the time? Because I sort of didn't remember it being like a massive turkey. It's not, no. you know, Ishtar levels, but I just got the impression that nobody would want to see it. It was a flop. Yeah, okay. Uh, so it, was it was a definite Sean flop. Sean Connery was a big box office draw. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 million pounds. 10 million quid off of this, yep. yeah. Lorraine Bracco has just come off of Goodfellas, so she's quite a big draw. Yeah. And directed by John McTiernan, who did Die Hard and Predator. Yes, I just saw that this morning. And um, so I think everybody went to see it thinking, and I think the trailer <laughs> made you suspect it was going to be some sort of action film. Yes. And it wasn't. And it was a big flop. 
No, but it was weird because it starts seeming like it's going to be a knockabout. You know, it feels like it's going to be Crocodile Dundee. And I think that that's maybe the problem is that they couldn't decide what it was supposed to be. And oh, yeah. So and nobody trailer, ever did. No, the trailer makes you think it's going to be Crocodile Dundee mixed with Romancing the Stone or something. Yes. Oh, Romancing the Stone is definitely... Yeah, what they were aiming for. But it's not. It's just a... I mean, John McTiernan <laughs> no, later said it's an art movie with a big budget and people expected more from it than it was. Yeah. But it's not an art movie either. No. <laughs> no. Mind you, there are some naked people in it, so... So much, so much nakedness. It's mm. like, it's a lot of wooden thongs. But it made me think this would be a good format for I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Right, yes. Where you have to put celebrities not only in a jungle, but they have to find a cure for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be, um, yeah, you'd feel better about watching it, wouldn't you? They've got you? a week to do however, it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, however close they got, you'd be like, well, they were they were trying. And instead of voting people out, right, you vote somebody out, but that's to have the, the cancer test tried on them. <laughs> wow, okay. So you could so get someone by the, by the second or? week having a, a, a sort of enlarged head <laughs> and weird arms because the treatment hasn't gone well. <laughs> and you know, like an eyeball popping out. Sure. Yeah. Sure, that's... that's um, ITV, if you're listening. They're not. They're not, are they? <laughs> no, no one is. Um, so, Medicine Man. Uh, the first thing that struck me about it was the credit in the titles of uh, Brazilian Indian choreographer. Yes, I Maria saw that as Fatima well. Maria Fatima Toledo. No, and I thought, oh, this is going to, you know, is this going to be step up in it's the jungle? Like La Bamba. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I was suddenly excited about it because... Up until that, well, I mean, and obviously there's one of the producers is called Vajna. Yeah, which Andrew Vajna. Good. Yeah, he yeah. comes, you know, and they keep flashing that name up over and over again. He's from Carolco, who who produced Terminator 2 and oh. Total Recall. Yeah, sure. No, I knew that. Yeah, you knew that. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds a bit like Vagina. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. And definitely one of the highlights, um, comedy wise, in this film. There's not many highlights, oh, comedy wise. Oh, gosh. The first, yeah, the first joke where where she says, <laughs> she says crane, and he says, no, toucan. And she's like, no, my name's crane. And he's like, yes, and I'm wearing a, a toucan on my. I mean, it's awful. It's yeah, awful. And I think is. if this is the level. Can I shock I you? Would though? Have, go Can on. I shock you? Go on. I enjoyed this film. <laughs> Is that because your expectations were yeah. so low? Yeah. Yeah. I sort of enjoy. I mean, maybe enjoy is, is slightly too high uh, I mean, level. Let, let's be frank. I've watched a lot of shit for this podcast. Yes, you poor thing. And exactly. Um, I hardly see anything. I, I don't see things that I know I'll like. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, but I think that the key is to be, you know, for a film, if you go in and you come out at the end caring about your yes. protagonists... Yeah, it's a success. Absolutely, and no, I and cared. I, did, I definitely had some feelings during this film. No, I, I, I cared for the the crane and her bow. Did you? Yeah, the crane and her bow. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, but she's been sent from um, this company, which I've forgotten. Oh, and can I say the voiceover at the beginning that she does is so echoey that I thought, oh, okay, it's going to be a big sort of lecture that she's doing at the end. It's going to mm. be to a million people in uh, a yeah yeah. It's, spoiler, it's not. No, no, is it? <laughs> no. But so, the thing is, she's, a lot of the bad reviews about this film at the time mm-hmm. were to do with her voice because she's from the she's from Brooklyn. Yes. Or the Bronx. The Bronx. He calls her Dr. Bronx, but she says she's from Brooklyn. No, other way around. Is it? Yeah. He calls her Brooklyn because that's actually quite a nice feminine You're name. You're right, yeah. And then she's like, no, it's the Bronx. I beg your pardon. To... But that's, that was a weird scene for me because... Um, 
I felt they both they both looked really sad and that should have been the sort of oh we fancy each other scene and I thought they both looked really sad that they didn't fancy each other and the chemistry had not materialized ironically yeah which is what this film's all about yes well that was I mean I yeah I think chemistry has ruined many many films or lack of chemistry I'd say uh, chemistry has ruined many Sean Connery films from the 90s <laughs> Because he's an old man. Yes, I think he doesn't f- fancy people anymore. Or maybe, yeah, he's too... T- um, an old, uh, quite an old, an older handsome man that I used to really fancy. George uh, Hamilton? Uh, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's George Hamilton. Yeah. And I was doing a radio thing with him. Right. And he had the air of somebody who couldn't be bothered to fancy, like to to flirt with me right. like he sort of he half-heartedly flirted with me and I felt like saying it's so it's okay it's okay you don't it's like you've been married for years <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about exactly. it let's just get some sleep he was yes, yeah <laughs> we're both I mean, tired you know how you flirt with your partner in yeah. bed at no. night <laughs> um yeah but I mean Sean Connery is a, it's a funny one because a lot of the 90s, he was coupled with young women. But mm-hmm. I would say, in the defense of this film, yes. he's not trying to have sex with her all the way no. through this. He just uh, admires her, who grows to admire her, and, and yeah. in, a, in a kind of perhaps fatherly way. I thought it was more more motherly. Than the, yeah, you I might be right, would, But I wonder whether that was just because he wasn't acting very well. Yeah. I feel, you know, all that unbutton your shirt, which is, again, unbutton a your shirt. callback, unbutton your shirt. Better. He, um, yeah. That is supposed to be... A bit sexy, isn't it? I think so. Well, it comes again. It gets called back later, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think so. I think there's supposed to be like crackling sexual tension. I think you're right, and it it's, it's not happening. And they're both going, "It's fine." There's other stuff going on in the in the plot, which is Cancer's is true. Cancer is more, but they should say that at the end they of should. every scene. There should be a line Cancer's reading. Cancer is more in there. important than this. Also, there's an amazing bit where he um uh he says pajamas and and i really feel like he fancies the pajamas like he's you know and she's she's in them and she's a hot lady and they're (laughs) john's just made a face ladies and gentlemen she's reasonably hot she is you know but i agree she's not hot hot she's in that hollywood way i like lorraine bracco a lot and she's great in goodfellas yeah and surprise i think she's I do Brilliant. think she's miscasting this, but I yeah. also would say Sean Connery. I agree. I agree. This. I mean, there's, I have a theory that Sean Connery's been miscast in everything since Bond. Um, I would agree with you. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Uh, because Apart from he's the been in good films. Yeah. Well, but I, but my argument about the Untouchables is a brilliant film, and he's not bad in it. But he's not like Irish. amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's does, he does a bad accent, <laughs> he does and he's say, not like uh, a standout performance. It's mm. a good. It's a good solid performance in a brilliant film. I would say this should be Mel Gibson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Yep. Or Goldie Horn even. No? Yeah. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. Or, it should they should both be sexier. Or a Sean Connery film from nineteen seventy five. Yes. When he's younger. Yes. Oh God. I was thinking if this was you know, Harrison Ford. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Before he got too old to do this sort of what thing do you as mean? well. Sorry, I don't He's still, <laughs> still a young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing another what? Indiana Jones film. <laughs> God he's not, is he? He is. He's and he's Steven Spielberg is doing he going to do them until he dies? I think he's going to do sets. Indiana Jones and the Cardiac Arrest. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just kept thinking, anyone, if this was a hotter actor, this would be great. Yes. Yes. There'd be tension there. Yeah. Will they? Won't they? Find a cure for cancer or have sex? <laughs> yeah. Either of those are good. Yeah. <laughs> either both brings a lot of people happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Mum would have liked to have lived another six months, but Sean Connery got his end away. So. <laughs> 
win win but it starts off with her going and uh, she gets picked up by two scary looking men with no teeth yeah which i was very un- unreassured by the man's like just go with them in the jungle it's fine yeah yeah what are we supposed to be feeling there i don't know are we because i sort of wanted to see her as oh no she's capable and whatever i mean i sort of couldn't work out at that point whether she was supposed to be well it's a big reveal later capable. isn't it yeah we're supposed to think that she's just a lackey i think yeah yeah also yeah. i should say going back to what i was saying earlier is that her voice got a lot of jip and i must admit mm. like you say with the intro i'm thinking oh god this is nails on a blackboard stuff yeah i grew to like it yeah i didn't mind it i've just felt like it they could have made more of it you know of that sort of you know that they, they, they could have been lots of jokes about they could have got, as how say, the strong word coffee. her new york sure exactly coffee, coffee. yeah um, but especially when you've got Sean Connery, who do, or does also have a ridiculous voice. Exactly. You know, when they met and he was going, oh, where's your mask? <laughs> and where are you, what about your shots? And you're like, this we're all used to... This is the best Sean Connery impression I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased we got you on. <laughs> so we're all used to the, the fact that that's what Sean Connery sounds like. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you met someone who talked like that, you'd be going... I'm sorry, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Or she'd be going, I'm sorry, what? Watch Cancha. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they would have just put the first few scenes as just them going, what? This could have been what? like Love Thy Neighbour. <laughs> you know, you got two <laughs> cultures coming thing. together and, you know, bucking. Yeah, exactly. It could have been a racist, heads. A racist classic. Could have been. Missed yeah, but it's not. No, it really isn't. <laughs> she goes into the Neither jungle with two things. men with no teeth. Yeah. And then she gets in a canoe with a man with his bum out. Yes, first bum out of the of the film yeah, but i mean i think one. it in my head it almost closed also with the same bum you know going to a little black dot at the end <laughs> it's like i felt like i was bombarded with bums with bums bombarded yeah, yeah bombarded if you watch this again would you have a drinking game based on bums <laughs> drink for every bum i'd be so hammered you would and they yeah the the wooden thongs didn't know where you were going then <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah, it sort of drew attention to them in a... But again, I didn't know whether I was supposed to find them funny or mysterious or sexy. I, speak, I think you were supposed to have that reaction that most people <gasps> have when they see tribes people and just yes. go, oh. And, and well, this is it. Mm. This is it. I didn't know whether... Because she wasn't bothered by it. He's no. not Why bothered by be? it. Yeah. You'd be an unreasonable person. Although he does call them Indians and Aboriginals. It's like, you, yeah. you don't you don't seem to know who they are. You've been living... How long has he been living among them? Was it, I don't know, five years, wasn't it? Yeah. His wife left him. I haven't really pay attention. Yes, they like to throw that in. For every, a gym instructor. Uh, <laughs> was it for a gym? No, no. I'm joking. I'm imagining him... <laughs> ringing, bum out gym instructor. Him ringing her like Partridge going, uh, <laughs> I found the cure for cancer. What's your b- new fellow done? <laughs> You can do 10 shut-ups, eh? Mm. Um, she goes to see him and um, then she sees the ceremony where we had the terrible joke. Yes. You were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where he comes over with a giant bird's head on his head and her name's Crane and that's brilliant joke. Goes back. <laughs> Basically, he's hammered. He's absolutely yes. hammered. But I didn't think his drunk acting was very good. Terrible. Yeah. It's the peach perno he's drinking that people spit in. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's an odd detail, isn't it? I hate. I think they were trying to sell them. I hate films like this where you've got somebody who's living in the wild. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, this person pisses in the wine, it makes it better. Don't be such a tight ass and drink it. And it's like, no, someone's pissing in it. Yeah. People are gobbing in this stuff. Why does it make it nice? Have you got any water? Tizer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's weird that he's got perno, to be honest. It is, isn't it? 
Bit of a gay drink, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't think he'd like that. No, would you? you would not. I noticed that his tattoos are very prominent in this film. Usually they're hidden. I was going to say, they, yeah, they're his real tattoos, presumably. They are. He's had them since the 50s, I think. Oh. And in Bond, what? they used to cover them up yeah. or try and cover them up. What are they of? I think one of them is a panther. Oh, right. I might be wrong. But they're terrible. Yeah. I mean, by today's standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have like a Celtic symbol. Or a yes, picture of Farage. Yeah. The <laughs> Maybe he's turned the panther into that. Maybe. Yeah. Do you think he's got... I mean, I saw a picture of him recently. I don't think he's going to turn into anything. He's not <laughs> he's very well. He's, he's got a carer into... now, bless him. Oh, has he? That makes me feel worse. He has to wander around with a carer. Um, yeah. Poor Sean. Poor Sean. I was thinking about that because I was he's thinking that it's... Um, still a domestic violence apologist. Yes, he is. He so is. sorry for him. No, no, no. Don't be sorry for him. <laughs> But in the early 90s, there's always police cars going past when I'm recording. Mm, it's dramatic. It's awful. <laughs> in the early 90s, it's funny how he was still a, a draw, even though he's... Well, yeah, the whole 10 million thing. I wonder if um, knowing that 10 million, knowing that he got 10 million for this actually made the film worse. Um, you know, that thing of people going, okay, because I, I, I seem to remember that people knew this at the time. It's like, oh my God, this is, yeah. this is what he's worth. He's the biggest movie star. So there is a bit of, well, come on then. You know, if you're worth 10 million, not only do you have to make a lot of money, you know, this film has to make a lot of money, but you have to be 10 million worth of starriness yes. on screen. And he was just a sort of hairy... Well, it doesn't bode well when one of the IMDb trivia about this film is that Sean Connery used to play golf every day. Yes. I think you just came here to play golf. Yeah, and exactly. And he doesn't look grizzled in the right way he looks a little bit tailored you know he's got glasses on a lanyard mm-hmm. he looks like an old lady he does look like, like an old doing lady. evening classes he's even got long hair yes which apparently the com- the film composer jerry goldsmith mm. who did the music to this film which is beautiful by the way the yeah yeah film. yeah he's doing john barry basically and it's beautiful uh, jerry goldsmith famously always had long white hair and a ponytail yeah gross. And, and he looked like a scientist from california <laughs> And yes. apparently at a party one day, Sean Connery bumped into him and just said, I want your hair. And so for the next film, him and the director decided they should have that hair. Yeah. And the hair definitely, it sort of works for that character. <sighs> it does, it does. But I kept There's, thinking, would it have been any less bad if he was bald? He should have been bald, really. Should have, because he's an old man. Or maybe, yeah, like, you know, done something more interesting with his... Dyed it black. Hair. <laughs> dyed it black and yeah. done lots of little plaits. And done a Noel Edmonds style dyed beard as well. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, nothing was going to make him more attractive in this, to be Thirality. honest. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, so the next morning, so basically she has to sleep on the floor because he's so drunk. Yes. And the next Although morning, I didn't understand that when no, I watched I it. It's because he doesn't cup. seem that drunk at all to me. He no. seems like what you might expect uh, an eccentric scientist who's dancing around a fire to you know in clothes that are highly flammable by the way <laughs> how do you know that well they all seem to covered be covered in perno wicker and probably covered in perno <laughs> yeah. yeah but it looked oh. like he was covered in little um, sticks and um, oh, right. I can't a think of the words man. twigs twigs that'll yeah, do that'll do and if he danced near a fire in that yeah you're right you're right it was ridiculous but I mean then... there is no health and safety in the jungle <laughs> That's is, what that should have been the tagline. Which is why the right wing would love it there. It's oh, literally not PC wish gone they'd mad. Go there, yeah. Right. <laughs> It'd be nice. It would, wouldn't it? 
Anyway, so she wakes up the next morning, and there's a little bit where she wakes up in the morning, and this like water's dropping on her face, right? Yes. And I thought, oh god, are they going to have it that someone's weeing on her? <laughs> because then, then it cuts back to uh, you see lots of tribes people looking at her, and I thought, oh no, there's going to be a small child doing a wee on her head, but there wasn't. Thank we, God. Right, you were disappointed. No, 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 no I was no, happy. You, were, I was you happy. were relieved. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like, small child. At this point, I thought this is where it's going to go. You know. Yeah, it's going to be all bums and wees. All bums and wees. <laughs> which is how my son would review this film. <laughs> Put it on the poster. Uh, but Connery is essentially living in the Ewok village from Return of the Jedi. He's like lots of trees. Yes. And, uh, a lab incongruously in the middle of the... St- How's it being powered? There are so many questions. And I really wanted it all to be made of coconuts and, you know, in the old school. <laughs> the plug sort of. being wooden with three yeah, wooden pins. Yeah, I was really yeah. disappointed. There's a bit later where... Um, it just looks like go ape and it's like oh this is amazing they're swinging from tree to tree but it's all really proper stuff it's all um you know rope proper ropes metal harnesses and all of that yeah i'm sort of deliberately getting worse and worse my sean connery you're like sean connery's career as you go on you're getting worse um but yeah we find out his wife left him and he wants crane to go home yeah uh probably because of her voice (laughs) <laughs> I don't think he can talk. No. I mean, literally, you know, I think it's... In more uh, ways than one, yeah. Yeah. But I, as I say, I warmed to it. I thought she was good in this, actually. She's had lots of fun. The, the scene where she takes all that caffeine is quite fun. Yes, it is fun. Although um, I did think, I don't think she has had coke. It's a bit like what I would do if I was asked to pretend I'd had coke, because I've never, never done coke. Or some wine. Um, <laughs> no, because that's... I've had lots of wine. Or, um, or a jazz cigarette. A jazz cigarette. Well, no, but they're quite different, though, aren't they? And my jazz I wouldn't cigarettes. Know. I, wouldn't know. I have had a jazz cigarette, have and you? Uh, yeah, and it just made me hungry this and in the paranoid. <laughs> it's such a revelation. You know when Stephen Fry went on Richard Herring's podcast? And yes, once this tried will to be it. This will be yours. Yeah. Cable Smith. Um, I've had a jazz once, cigarette. Yeah. Once. Um, but Coke. I, I think I would be her her cokey acting is a bit like woohoo hooray yeah. hooray I'm having a lovely time <laughs> I'm not sure that's how yeah. but it was it was it was enjoyable because it was um, different from the rest of what she was doing and again like you I actually think she's very good in this yeah. like it's a very jarring voice accent again may I shock but, you go on by the end you know when she's got the thing on her yeah. head in the glasses I, yeah. I loved her there you go I did there you when go. she was all tribes woman at the end I was like you go yeah, no, you go you're, yeah exactly for an yeah not she a can woman she's be my um, crane any day <laughs> I don't know what that means no, um, but Sean wants her to go home because basically he thinks she's a lackey delivering mm-hmm. his golf balls <laughs> you don't need a scientist you need a caddy yeah that's my that's terrible. <laughs> that and was sort of a cross between them. Which is it like, was, wasn't it? You don't need a scientist. You need a caddy. Yeah. Um, but then he finds out that she has basically come there to assess them from, from Aston. She's his boss. Mm. I honestly thought that was a really, really good Me twist. Me I thought too. that was like, yes, yeah, this is much more fun than... Because the rest of it is all a bit a woman. Yeah. You know, and I thought, is this the whole thing going to be people laughing and saying it's a woman to each other which um you know this was a highly done. sought after script it said on the imdb trivia yes i saw that a lot of people wanted to make this yeah weird yeah it is weird but then i think coke <laughs> there's a lot of it about <laughs> yeah at this time the early 90s it was yeah it feels like there was a lot of things coming together at that at, you know that sort when was romancing the stone that was 84 mid uh, 80s mm. um yeah, people wanted another of those 
sorts of you could have got it here you could have got, as we said earlier you could have got two younger people change the script a bit so there's yep. a bit of action in yep. there rather than less just sort of philosophy less philosophy um, less sort of wandering around looking weird and bored yeah a lot of looking weird and bored what you need is uh, i mean he has a fight with the uh, people later on we'll get to but yes you need more fights yes and the fights were weirdly one-sided and um, as they would be with an old man oh you're right you're it's a bit right. like Harry Brown. There's also, I'll tell you what was weird. Um, there's no jokes about how old he is, nope. even though there's setups. There's literally setups for jokes about how old he is. He says really early on, do I look like I have dementia? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah. a bit. Like, you yeah. could have, de- What you look old, is that what you're saying? You look like you'd have to wear reading glasses to look at <laughs> pornography. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You've got your lanyard. Yeah. But so. To, to, well, I suppose oh. he just doesn't need pornography. I suppose he can look at the tribeswomen. <laughs> or men. <laughs> but the, yes, he does draw of... a little boy at one point. He draws, he does draw a little boy. Yeah. Not in a funny way. No, no, you don't see him drawing um, boobs, though. The, he enjoys the... Lorraine Bracco's face. Not yes, like that. Not her... He draws a picture of her. Yes. He doesn't... <laughs> God, no. That's a horrible euphemism. It really is. I'm I sorry. Really, I enjoyed my wife's face last <laughs> night. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> sorry. And it can you go the other way it. as well. That's terrible. Yeah. I enjoyed my... No. <laughs> um, Somehow it's more graphic the other way. Anyway. But there's a really weird... I mean, you're an actor, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's a really weird line reading in this, I think. Mm-hmm. Basically, we find out she's his boss, and then Connery drops down. Drops down? He says that he's <laughs> um, basically he's intimating that he's found a cure for cancer. And then he says at one point, I'm asking you to do a biopsy for a family of rodents, which is a line <laughs> you'll never hear in a film ever again. <laughs> um, but so he, he wants her to do a biopsy on some rodents. Yes. Because he has injected them. Again, not like that. (laughs) Later on, Sean Connery is telling her that he's cured cancer. Yes. Right. The plague of the 20th century. The plague of the 20th century. And she's like, that's great. Let's do more. And he says, and he's very quiet in his tone. And I want to ask you as an actor. Yeah. How would you do this? Because he's very much like, it's great. You know, I've cured cancer. Everything's great. I solved all the problems of this tribe. And then in the next second, he says, haven't you ever lost anything? And he starts shouting at her. And she's not at one point caused him to explode like that. No. And he he is very much, not very much, but he's a bit like my dad in that sometimes he'll just be randomly unreasonable and, yeah. and, and, and shout. There. Yeah, there's a thing well, later where he says, dad, I can't do it. I can't do it. And and, and when, when you sort of say, okay, what is it? You can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, and, and it's yeah. like, all right, what can, can you explain? You know, and, and he, and he, and he doesn't. He doesn't explain anything. Um, but he does have, yeah, these weird rages. He's yeah, mentally so, ill, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's got dementia. I think that yeah. maybe that's the payoff. Yeah. When he says, do I look like I've got dementia? He was actually, maybe that was a bad line reading. He should have said, oh, do I look as if, as if I have dementia? <laughs> and then he starts crying. Yeah. But he says, uh, haven't you ever lost anything, Dr. Bronx? Your purse, your car keys? Well, it's rather like that. <laughs> Is it? He's so angry. And also, I didn't hear purse. I thought your pass, which was uh, weird. Like a sort Could work. Of... Could work. No, you're right. P- purse makes more sense. You lost anything. Your pass. Your pass. It's just getting better. Yeah, you're right. You're going to become. Now. You're going to be doing a show with John Coleshaw this time next week, I tell you. Playing elderly Sean Connery. He's going to hear you and think, I'll get <gasps> her on. 
I'll get her and um, um, the other one. What other one? You know, Lorraine the, the, the impressionist he does it with. I can't remember. Yes, yes. I have actually done a. I actually have done a. You've done a big impression. Um, I've not I haven't done a big impression, but I was on a a Sony Gold winning impression show. Um, and if you've done your research, like this John, one. like you this might, one, you mean? Yes. <laughs> Is this one a Sony Gold? No, but it will. Of course, it especially will. Especially now you've done an impression <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, cut, cut that out. Um, but to cut a long story short, sh- sh- short. Sure. Sean. Sean takes her to see somewhere. Maybe that is that why Sean Connery has that does that thing with his voice is that he heard Sean and he thought all <laughs> like should that. be yeah should be pronounced. Especially no, he's not a scene, is he? Is he a scene? No. Who's a scene? Sean Bean. He's a scene. He's not. Oh, uh, as in spelt scene. Yeah. Yeah, he's spelt scene. Yeah. So he yeah, obviously thinks that all words are given this, but there you go. There you go. You've solved it. <laughs> solved it. Done. Yeah. Solved. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, so he, he he takes Lorraine Bracco to see, or Crane, I should say, to see a girl in the <laughs> tribe who had cancer, who had uh, like lymph nodes. Yes. Cancerous things. I'm not a doctor. No. And nor, nor are either of them. And I thought they were quite vague on the... Um, they were. Yeah. They're going, oh, she had, she had lumps here. And I was like, okay, I've had mumps and, you know, my glands have swollen and stuff. I don't know. Obviously, (laughs) would this sell me better if he said, "I found a cure for mumps, but I've lost it"? (laughs) Sorry, mumps. That would be really different. Yeah, since you've been gone, we we saw him mumps. Yeah, (laughs) what? That would be so good. I've been there for five years trying to find the cure for mumps. It's done. (laughs) Wasting your time, literally. Um, Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, and if we find out that he is called, by all the natives, he is called Depshula. <laughs> I forgot about that. Or Deps, it's really Deps, I, I was quite drunk when I wrote this. But it's Deps, Depsula. 
step. Which actually, he says means medicine man. Which I reckon means dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) But they told him medicine. Euphemism, yeah. Uh, He gave Alka Seltzer to a child and upset the real medicine man. Yes. And I do love that detail. That is funny. What's best is, I mean, we'll get to it later, but the the actual medicine man looks like Mervyn Hayes, (laughs) which gave me great joy. (laughs) I guess I'm imagining to be in an address. Yeah, maybe Mervyn Hayes, that's what he did after he. Retired. Second time he's been on this podcast. Is it? He was in Santa Claus Melvin movie. Hayes. What did I say? Mervyn. Oh, I meant Melvin. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. His Christ. brother. Yeah, his brother Mervyn. <laughs> um, and this is when we um, find out that he's going to call her Brooklyn, and she says she's from the Bronx. From the Bronx. Yeah, and then Sean gets drunk, and he says to her, "You can have my hammock." Yes. And then he puts the guinea pigs in her hammock. Yeah. Because he says he doesn't want her to think that he's fiddled with the test results. So in the morning, she'll see... Because they've injected the guinea pigs with the cure. Yeah. So they've given the guinea pigs cancer, cancer. presumably they're making them smoke cigarettes for a long time. Sure. And that he's... Um, for somebody who's trying to uh, solve cancer, that's not the right word, cure cancer, yep. he smokes an awful lot. He doesn't Does seem he to be... This? Did you not... Yeah, there's a whole... St- Mate, she, he, she breaks his cigarette at the end. Like, she says, don't yeah, you remember the line... Um, don't don't smoke it. Don't smoke in my house. And he says, "It's it's my house. Don't you be sanctimonious." <laughs> you know what? I didn't even notice when she snapped the cigarette at the end. I was thinking that's, that's a bit weird. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> no, even notice. There's, no, there's a few. There's a few references to him smoking. I was too busy thinking. But like, he's very cool. That's a bit so silly. That's a that if you're trying to solve cancer, it's you bizarre, smoke. especially when you live in a wicker house. Well, yes, it's, it's absolutely bizarre. It's like Steve Marriott all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Steve Marriott. Poor Steve Marriott. That's stupid, because what if he was a year away from finding the cure and then got cancer and died? I know. Maybe maybe he's so old he doesn't know that cigarettes have anything to do with cancer. Maybe. Well, he is he's thinking about mumps, really, isn't he? Yes. Um, but she wakes up in the morning and... Um, oh, no, you've missed the bit where it looked like he was going to tie a knot in a snake, which I was very excited yeah, yeah, by. Yeah. That was a disappointing aspect, actually, because you've got this... Up to this point, we're supposed to think this is a very strong-willed woman, independent, yep. manager of this company. And then, oh, a snake! Oh, a snake. I was a bit yeah, disappointed Yeah, me too, me too. It would have been better if he would... No, he wouldn't have been scared of the snake, but it would have been better if she was less of a woman. Yeah. I don't mean that... In a, in a, all women are like that, I just mean in a screenwriter's <laughs> sense. Yes, exactly. No, they have to do those things. You have to go, oh, no, she's... A, don't worry, guys, she is attractive. Look how vulnerable she is. But yeah, there was a, there's a snake up in the rafters, and Sean Connery laughs and goes to says, deal with it. Just my fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> but he he reaches up, and I thought, oh my god, is he going to tie a knot in it to secure it? It's make like sure a balloon the snake animal. doesn't. Doesn't he say it's called Steve or something? Steve, yes, I was going to say. But she's just Steve. Just Steve. He's and my they do cancer de- snake. Deliberately give him cancer. lots of words. No, lots of no. words with S in. They do. They always do that. Yeah, it's funny. I it reckon they funny. have some sort of bet. Yeah. When they start making a film. A, a sweep state. A sweep state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, but then um, the next time they start having banter with the tribes people. Yes. Yeah, I didn't mind that. No, it was quite good. They all speak this funny sort of broken English, which they have to put sub- subtitles. Yes, I know. Um, and I bet someone was annoyed that they had to do that. But I bet the filmmaker was. I think it's better than doing ADR, mm. though. Or if they were like, English. ADR would be better if they were just like, he was just saying you're a beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah. Like in the Japanese cartoons. Yeah, perfect. And then we find out that the Sean Connery thinks that this particular flower 
that uh, only gr- grows in this very high tree is yeah. the cure. Yes. And the, he, run, he runs lots of... There was one perfect sequence where they ran all these sequences. I don't understand cancer research. <laughs> but there was one particular spike called number yeah. 37. Peak 37. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Which was the cure. Yes. Not the band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very, very confusing number of references. And um, they need to try and replicate Yes, and he hasn't been able to replicate it, which is the plot of George's marvelous medicine. You are quite right. Yeah, which is I very good. Uh, it's a good this story one would to benefit reference. from a giant old lady sat on the top of a tree. I think so, yeah, yeah, they should have a, sure. yeah, a scene where they have all of those, all of the tribes people being blown up or shrunk. Giant or, chickens. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There weren't any chickens in this. Guinea pigs. Yeah, a lot of guinea pigs. A giant. Hacking guinea Snake. pigs has got this... cancer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 poor, poor cancerous animals. Poor cancer guinea pigs. Um, yeah, so we have the, a conversation about how he's lost the, the cure. And then we find out that a new road is coming. Like a new a road. Gentleman. Exactly. So it's George's mom. You know, they're stealing from Roald Dahl and the All League Gentlemen. Well, it's good. Uh, no, And to think the, sc- to the screenplay was highly rated. There was, there, was, <laughs> there was a thing. Oh, no, maybe they stole... I mean... Mm. Mm. League of Gentlemen might have stolen it from this film. <laughs> it's not like them to homage anything. <laughs> I'd love it if they bothered to homage. <laughs> no this. fucking way. I can't imagine them ever bothering to watch it. But there was a line in this where he said, and I listened to it three times, it's a new road that leads right up to my falafel. That's right. <laughs> it's not, though. What is it? That's it's how not he falafel. talks about his falafel. anus. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he mean the village? The, the yes, but. Falavo or something. Falavo? I don't know. I couldn't work out what it was he was... He said something about the milkshake bringing voice to the yard. <laughs> no, that was it, that was yes, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right up to my... Bring some milkshake up to my falafel. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And uh, then he says that he wants Crane to stay and help him find the flower and then takes her to the trip at the top of the trees. And that's yes. And get this lovely go sequence. Ape. PGL. Go ape. Uh, yeah. But the music here is lush. Yes. Yeah, oh. that does. That under- I've been listening to it non-stop since I watched this film. <laughs> It's a you beautiful really? piece of music. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jerry Goldsmith doing John Barry. Oh. Yeah. It's lovely. With his ponytail. I'm just ima- just picture him. Imagine him sort of running his hands when through you, it. Um, when you picture composers, mm. I've realised that this is entirely wrong, but I picture them conducting. Some of them do, some of them don't. Yeah. John Williams does. Yes. But some don't. Danny Elfman doesn't. Okay. But obviously a lot of the... But when they're, writing, when they're composing, they're not conducting. No, they're not. No, <laughs> no that's no. writing and... Sometimes you writing see a credit and humming. Song, sometimes you see the credit composed and conducted by. Mm. But sometimes okay. you see composed by and then conducted by. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure Goldsmith was a, com- a conductor. Yeah. He had a ponytail. Lush hair. Oh, Sean liked see it. see it waving in the, in the breeze. But they poke their heads out through the top of the trees, like in uh, The Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's a fire long way fire away. Fire coming. And you want someone to say, fire bad. <laughs> What's but that? No one says I don't it. know. Huh? What's that? Yeah, it's what tribes to... people would say. Oh, know. I see. Fire, fire bad. Bad. Smoke bad. Yeah. I'm sure she'll do it. I don't know what this accent is. <laughs> fire bad. Oh, fire bad. She's big, but she's good. Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting better every moment. Uh, but they need help to try and copy the winning formula. Yes, and I didn't really understand. He, he got very angry when she was asking questions about it, and she was just asking very straightforward questions like, "Well, are your notes r- wrong? You know, what, oh, I was not just my thinking, goddamn no, notes! No, it's not my notes!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay, I'm just trying to find 
fucking find out what's I've just got wrong. here. <laughs> exactly. You haven't even let me have a bath. Yeah. You know. She does have a bath later wrong. and there's a, a little boy might sexy, wee in it. Sexy, sexy bath. Yeah. sexy? No. No. All baths are sexy, John. Are they? Yes. I used to have a flatmate who would say, I'm just going to go off and have a naked bath. <laughs> it's true. It make it's it true. much worse. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of him doing it. It's true. Naked. It's hot, isn't it? No. No. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, basically, Lorraine Bracco's moaning because she uh, hasn't got enough manpower yep. to go through all these plants, flowers. Yeah. Um, so the next day, she wakes up and she's wearing these huge kind of like. Um, Yes, um, uh, what's they called? Airwolf no. glasses. No, they're more like those science science glasses. What are they called? I remember being very excited the first day of science. Yes, what are they called? Uh, safety it's glasses. Bunsen burners, beakers, and <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just safety glasses. And there's no. They had a cool name. name. You're right, and I can't remember it. No goggles. Goggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. She has got like glasses that look like goggles. And um, but she, when she wakes up in the morning, Sean's there. Well, you, you get a shot of her looking surprised. Then a cut. No, to Sean. someone else pissing on my face. Yeah, someone else <laughs> every day. Short, then you cut to Sean. He goes, "Well, you did show you needed help." And it cuts, <laughs> and there's like forty naked people standing there. Yeah. And then we get a lovely little montage. Yes, yeah, a sort of bum parade, bum production line, and then there's a weird boob parade. There is a little bit of boob. Um, which ends with her boobs. So it's like so loads of naked tribes boobs. Mm-hmm. And then her boobs, which are covered in a smart shirt and have some, some specks on them. And again, I thought, is that supposed to be funny? Mm. Or are we supposed to think that all the previous boobs were funny? Um, or are some boobs, of them sexy? Though. It does make you think about boobs, but the in a weirdly, weirdly detached way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you start thinking about the Western culture yes. around boobs and the tribes people you are doing some boobs. very good thinking Thanks. about boobs because <laughs> there's a breastfeeding baby very early on. i did sort of think about the extras in this film and thought god they're doing some really good work Boob they're work. all up up trees and breastfeeding and yeah that golf. i hope they were Retrieving well golf paid yeah i bet god. they weren't well paid no exactly i bet they got like i worry a can of coke yeah <laughs> look at this yeah we've seen one mate look at this yeah it is a can that, of coke there's a there was a thing earlier with the tribes those those scenes that I that are really annoying, where you have the cranky man and the woman who is who sees a different side of them suddenly. Do you remember that? And there was um, and there was a tribe's kid who oh, yes. was given a, a golf ball and a sparkler, and yeah. she's she's sort of going, "Oh, how, how lovely! Oh, I'm reappraising this yeah. cra- cranky Isn't old woman." Isn't human nature wonderful? Yeah. Mm. yeah. But she, I, I should have said, you know, the glasses she's wearing—they look like Clive Sinclair's glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's. Do you think Clive Sinclair is he alive? Yeah. He might cure cancer. He might. He might. This would be much better if he'd lost the formula of the C (laughs) five. Yeah, and they only had one, and they all the whole village had to go take. And they received an order for three (laughs) hundred. We need to find the formula. Yeah, or a Dyson or something. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he probably formula. has got a factory in the middle of a tribe. <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. I need 300 hoovers by the end a, of the week. Yeah, he's one of these dead. right-wing Fucking, I tell you what. Left in the jungle. I don't use this word very often. Go on. He's a twit. <laughs> God, sorry. Can we stop for a moment? I'm, I'm a bit of a cut. <laughs> uh, um, but Sean draws a picture of a naked boy which I mentioned earlier and yes. we find out that... Yes, he um, does a lot. This drawing thing is interesting because again, I think that's supposed to be a... oh. 
oh wow look at the diff- the many sides of this but it reminds me of, you know father ted when they're on the plane and they think they're all going to die and that yeah. priest has a picture of himself in the nip <laughs> with a dog it was very much like that yeah a he was not a convincing artist the drawings were good but he didn't look like he yeah he he looks like he's not even looking at the paper (laughs) he's just looking up acting but also that that's when the whole ponytail glasses on a lanyard thing is it couldn't be more elderly a woman at an evening class and i'm not and i um i love elderly women i you know many of my best friends are elderly (laughs) (laughs) and i'd very much like to become one one day so i'm not slagging off but i hope so that's That's in the the bank dream no it's not it's not what if i (laughs) Yeah, if I do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm not slagging them off per se, but I don't think I don't think that's what they were aiming for. No, no, no. They wanted someone here. You were like, oh, isn't he mysterious? Yeah, he's artistic as well as scientific and drunk. Yeah. Who would be the equivalent? What was this film? 1993. Yeah. So I'm. My first thought was Mel Gibson, but. Yes. How old was Mel Gibson then? I lose track. Probably about um, But you're right. They need to be a bit rugged. Because I was thinking about Tom Hanks, but generally just because Tom Hanks makes everything better. But He'd I don't think he, he would not be cast as this, re- no. realistically. So, oh, I did just mm. think of someone else. I mean, apart from Harrison Ford. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Harrison or Ford's the perfect. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, P- Harrison Ford is. S- Ford or Swayze would be perfect yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can we go back and... Should we say Harrison Ford? Do that Ford? again? Yeah, shall we? Um, right. But uh, no, no, I just mean, can we go back in time and yeah. and sort that? Harrison Ford would be amazing in this. Yeah. And woman-wise, again, my first thought was Michelle Pfeiffer, but there's got to be others around then. Yes. Well, yeah, as I say, Goldie Horn. Isn't Goldie um, Horn a bit old? But then Harrison Ford's the same age as there, isn't he, pretty much? Yeah, but in Hollywood terms, that's uh, insanely You're right, I just walked into that cul-de-sac, didn't I? <laughs> I'm ashamed. Um, who would I have like? Well, no, I was just thinking about Joan Cusack, but again, just I like to see Joan Cusack and everything. She would absolutely be wrong. You'd have the wrong voice again. <laughs> no, wouldn't you? again. But then again, but the whole wrong. Yeah, the whole wrong. Everything. Just thinks I'd still like it to be Lorraine Bracco because I love her at the end. Yeah. Well, if you were one round by Lorraine Bracco, let's keep Lorraine Bracco. I totally she was. She seems great. She's lovely at the end. Halle Berry. No, she wasn't around then. No, I'm bad at dating my film stars. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. There we go. And then it's the working girl. Wouldn't that be? There's something for the men with <laughs> yeah. Sigourney Weaver, yeah, yeah. something for the ladies with Harrison Ford. We're in this. No one no, gets served. No, no, exactly. No, you are right. And in, yeah. I mean, and again, that feel, it feels a bit uh, reductive, except mm. that that's what this is supposed to do. That's what these films are supposed to be, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can't say they're reductive because that's, no. that's literally the point of them. Yeah. Is you're supposed to get a bit of everything, you know, the action and the excitement and whatever. But... Yeah, no, no one's going home. Horny. Also, Ford, Weaver, Medicine Man, everyone would go and see it. Yeah. Whereas Connery, Bracco, Medicine Who's Man. Who's going to see no that? One's gonna no, it's that. a bad. It was a bad idea. And you can imagine Harrison Ford doing the line about you know I lost my purse, <laughs> I lost my car keys. You know that yeah. kind of shouting he does yeah. with the finger pointing. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, love it. Can we go back and do it again? Okay, let's try and recreate it. Those people are alive. If Dr. Brian Cox is listening. Yeah. Put your fucking finger out. Oh, he's so slow, isn't it's he? Rubbish. On the whole time traveller front. But I suppose he's not worried because when he finds it, he can go back and start <laughs> I again. So. We watched Back to the Future 2. <gasps> I watched that with my kids my... recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they think of it? They really liked it. Yeah. My daughter was, I mean, obviously, it's not as good as Back to the Future. And I watched that quite no, recently. No, but it's, with it's, my daughter it's, it's not as was... problematic as Back to the Future either. 
No, no, there's less incest. Back to the Future deals in incest. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, but no, Back to the Future 2, it was actually, this. I think this is the fourth time I've watched it. And the first and the third times I was a bit disappointed. And the mm. second and the fourth, I was really pleasantly surprised. So maybe so I'll just keep doing it's that. It's like an off, on an off switch. <laughs> yeah. So next time you watch it, you're going to hate it. Not hate it, but... It feels um, too close to home, though, with the whole Biff being Oh, my God, Trump it's so stuff. Trump. It's yeah. so Trump. It's ridiculous. I'm worried that... But it is. I think it's my... I think the first one's probably my favourite, but the second one is second one's really, really good. good. I couldn't be bothered with the third. My kids, we put on the third one, they got bored very yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no... Whereas the second one, they're... <laughs> 2015. Yeah, looks nothing that is the... Like my, yeah, my daughter said, were you disappointed, mummy, with... 2015. I was more disappointed with everyone tweeting for a whole year about about it. How it didn't look like this. Yeah, lost a lot of no, friends. No, but who wants fucking cars in the sky? No Get one. over it. It's yeah. awful idea. It's, it's horrible. Idea. Who wants? What are the other things? All the other got? things they've got in there. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a hoverboard. I wouldn't mind the hologram film. Well, they have got the hologram films, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. The, the 3D IMAX. Anyway, Medicine Man. <laughs> uh, we find Sean finds out that she's engaged to be married. Yes. And again, there's a brilliant opportunity for some jokes about age here because he mm. makes a joke because he says, oh, she, she says she's getting married to Tommy Fallon. That's it. Oh, no, she says, do you know Tommy Fallon? He says, yeah. he's 95 years old. <laughs> and she says, uh, no, his son. But what she should say is, oh, did you go to school with him? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's, and yeah. especially as he's taking the piss dad? out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> his son, you know. <laughs> um and and I just find it weird, and I don't know whether Sean Connery was like, no, there'll be no mocking my age. I bet he was. Thing. Yeah, I bet he was. But it, it really ruins it because then at least if you if you're open about it, then you go, oh, you see, they they've got a piss takey relationship. Maybe this could work. Whereas actually, you're like, this is just weird that no one's mentioning a massive age gap. He also tells all the tribesmen tribesmen who fancy her that she's a virgin. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. He could have just said she is married. Yeah, yeah. Because particularly as we're getting the early signs here, apart from his dementia, that he clearly has affection for her. This is what this is what I mean. That that it's sort of the the affection is clear, but Mm. the sexual chemistry, you know, there's no sort of because he even delivers that line in a not very jealous way Mm. about that. You know, he's he's ninety five. It's more just mean. Yeah, (laughs) there's a very clumsy bit later on as well where he talks about how uh, a a man in love would notice your ears. uh, Well, this is you know talking about. Acting mm-hmm. that was the that was the main bit that I thought that's ri- ridiculous the way he the way he delivers that yeah because all he needs to do is hint a man in love hint at the double meaning or mm-hmm. hint that he's a little bit you know that he's trying to say something and then changes his mind and in yeah. fact he just it's, he's just like no I'm talking about your fiance yeah and she's like right, right. oh okay well thanks for saying thanks that. for yeah she asks why haven't you gone to see the real medicine man. And then he says, don't you think I questioned the son of a bitch? <laughs> Would you say that about somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I... another weird decision in the line reading. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Really just, aggressive. Oh, I'm going to shout this. It's a bit like... It's like she's taffin. been asking him for a hundred times in a row. And he's eventually gone, don't you think I asked the son of a bitch? Yeah. But no, it's the first time she's asked him. Yeah, again, uh, that's, it's a little bit like my dad. You know, he's sort of done this sort of thought process. And if someone comes in too late in his thought process, yeah. he will. He will act as if someone else is, uh, you know. Um, I'm enjoying giving acting notes. <laughs> no, I feel I like think... I'm Strasbourg. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he should have gone more method. 
And Sean tells her about the Mokara, which was Mokara. the swine flu. Basically, he says that Aston, the company that Lorraine Bracco works for, yep. came to get some sort of something from a village. I can't remember what it was. It was, I think it was to cure mumps. Mumps, yeah. <laughs> and ends up giving everybody swine flu. Yeah. There is. And AIDS, probably. <laughs> and everybody dies. Therefore, the tribes people uh, don't trust Aston. Yeah. Quite rightly, if they came in and gave everybody swine yeah, flu. Yeah, if somebody gave you your whole tribe. And then... Quite out of nowhere, the little child that's been adorable all the way through this film, picking up golf balls, showing us his ass, being drawn, yeah, yeah, yeah. has now got the same cancer as his mum. Yes. Like this. Yeah, because it's hereditary. It's like he's, <laughs> I like to see a scene where he goes, oh, I've got cancer. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes into like a, a trance because he's got cancer. Cancer trance. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Famous cancer trance. And Sean says, well, I, I know. And I, also, this whole thing that cancer, I mean, obviously, it's a long time ago now, but the whole idea that cancer is just one thing. Hmm. That you know, you, that's not how it works, is it? Like, there's no. millions of different cancers, and yeah. this flower cures all of them. All of them seem very realistic. well. We, we find out later it's not just the, it's not the flower, is it? Oh, shush! Sorry. Spoilers. Sorry, sorry. People are listening to this, thinking, should I go and see Medicine Man? <laughs> Don't <laughs> actually do because it's lovely. Yeah, you see, you keep changing your mind about. Sorry, it. <laughs> I'm conflicted. Um, but Sean wants to use the last of these miracle cancer cure. Yes. But Lorraine gives him that situation. You know, the, yeah. the needs of the many. Yes. Outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah, and I, I think I, I was really enjoying this at this point because I, mm. um, I like a bit of moral philosophy. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, so I, I was completely drawn in at Sophie's this point. Sophie's choice. Um, it's, it's not, is it? No. <laughs> no, I meant, I, I meant to say it's not Sophie's choice. It's not Sophie's choice, at least. No. They could have had that line. Sophie's choice would um, have been better, though, if it had been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, what do you think about that? Well, Sophie's choice. No. Uh, <laughs> I love that line in Friends where she says, oh, it was only okay. Yeah. It's not a great film. It's an, it's an amazing dilemma, but yeah. it's not a great film. No. Um, my husband, Dan, was like... Who's been on this podcast. Who's been on this podcast. The Meteor episode. Um, he was very keen that you don't give it to the child. <gasps> Whereas I was just like, no, you have to give it to the child. And I would say there wasn't very much jeopardy in the film. I thought... They're going to give it to the child. I, I, I believe that she's torn, mm -hmm. but I think she's going to go and give it I'd to the child. I'd give 50% to the child <laughs> and keep the rest for the world. No, but that's sort of what she tries to do, isn't it? She tries to give a bit of time. She goes, oh, we'll give him until the morning. And if yeah. he's not, yeah, which is the, the half and half thing. But if he only had half work. cancer. Maybe he had half cancer. Maybe he only had half or a quarter. Yeah, probably didn't. Yeah, it's hard give to him, check, isn't it? Give him three quarters and you only need to keep the rest to be synthesised. <laughs> Suddenly you're an expert. Well, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but um, but the, when we wake up the next morning after this dilemma, Sean agrees with her in the end. And then yeah. we wake up the next morning and the boy's dad has taken him to the actual medicine man. Yes. The real one who looks like Mervin, no, Melvin Hayes. Melvin Hayes, Thanks. yeah. And um, so they're going to go have to go on a trip to but find. have you have you um, the the dream? Have you done, have you oh, missed no, out no, the, dream? the dream? Yeah, yeah, she has a dream that someone comes and writes on her head in a. No, that's later. Oh, okay. That's later. You've skipped. Oh, Jesus I'm Christ! So, I'm so sorry. Spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> um, but they go on. She, so Sean's reluctant to go to see the medicine man because he says that they Mokara. don't. Mokara. I just can't stop saying Mokara because the, the whole time I didn't understand what it was referring Swine to, flu. but it felt really. Honestly, I kept thinking, is it a place? Is it a person? But I really enjoyed the way he said it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he's not he good in this. And then um, he did some catching 
which I think we, uh, some really good catching acting, which I think is where he shines, Sean Connery. What catching I can't remember acting? what he caught. One of the tribesmen chucked him something. <laughs> and, he and you wrote that really down, did you? Yeah, because I yeah. thought, that's what I enjoy watching Sean Connery catching do. Catching things. Yeah, yeah, like just a bit of physical... Well, let me ask you this. What oh. if he caught AIDS? Would you be happy? <laughs> if I could watch him <laughs> physically well, Have a sex with a monkey. AIDS. Oh, you think it was Sean Connery? Yes. That would be a real twist in this, actually, if he fucks a monkey and Would you be AIDS. surprised <laughs> if this character... This film turned out to be I wouldn't say Sean that. Connery, I'd say this character yeah. was the man Campbell. that got the first AIDS. Would you I be would surprised? have been really surprised, and I think I might have enjoyed the film more, <laughs> because I really love a, a, a proper left-field twist. He better if it finished, right? We get the lovely ending, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. Yeah. And the caption just came out and said... <laughs> By the way, Campbell went. Yeah, the captions come up. Got Campbell first aid. went on to be the first man to get <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got we've it's got a, that. It's we've a better ending. That. Yeah, it's a better ending. I would like that if if that was the end of all films. <laughs> Because <laughs> I actually really like those captions at the end of films, and I think they should. And have if there them. was a photo accompanying <laughs> it of him smiling with a little chimp on his lap, <laughs> which I bet there are photos of. And then in the corner, just for a sweetener, Benetton logo. <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> uh, so they go on their trip. Yeah. They go on a trip, and they they find it. Is it called a Yoko tree? Yes, so this is where she gets a headache, which isn't very dramatic, is it? <laughs> no, she suddenly goes, oh, I got a headache. And I'm doing, oh, that's Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, here, take this. And he gives it to her. And it's this stuff from the Yoko tree. And she's suddenly very high. Yes. And he says, and she says. woohoo acting. Yeah. And he says, you know, it's a compound they made. And she said, they don't spit in this one, do they? And he goes, well, spit, No. Yeah, and she doesn't question. Is, no, no. What does that she mean? Needs it. I mean, I'm really hoping it's not spunk. <laughs> but what is? What's a step worse than spit? It's, well, it's either urine, right? If we're being innocent, <laughs> you're right. I always miss out that stage. But yeah, yeah. I mean, my mind went to spunk. Sorry, as it always does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, it's simple people. <laughs> Simpler times. Yeah. The nineties. So she then starts pissing about like she's Frank Spencer and falls yeah. down a hill. Yeah, um, but it th- and this was very enjoyable. So someone falls over and you turn around and they've fallen into a tree, mm-hmm. like into the branches not any, not any tree. of a tree. Not any tree, the tree on the edge of the world. Yes, <laughs> yeah, um, with a very neat cut on her knee. And a little bleeding nose, no, bleeding yeah. mouth. Bleeding mouth. Which, to be fair, they keep up for the rest of the film, but how does she... No, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but... Um, so she lands on this tree and Sean has to save her by yeah. sort of lowering himself down on a harness. Yes. And then putting a harness on her. Yeah. And lowering them both down. But then they're like 15 feet above, no, probably about 20 feet above this river. Above water, yeah. Water. No, it's a pond. Pond? Oh, is it? Lake? It's not a pond. That's not a, very a dramatic. big pond. <laughs> the Blue Peter Pond. Yeah. <laughs> if I was 15 feet above, yeah, I wouldn't be jumping into that. Pond. No, it's a big lake. It's a big old lake, yeah. Yeah, I got confused. I think, I mean, this this was the best bit of the film. Yeah, I he think. cuts his her rope and his yeah. rope. How many times do you reckon they did that? Loads. Do you think? Yeah. Well, she, I don't, I couldn't tell. She definitely does the big drop into the water. Yeah. You can see her. Yeah, yeah. But oh, Sean well. falls in and then it cuts yeah. and then you see him come out of the water. So yeah, definitely I don't think him. he did, but no. she did and it was brilliant. 
But there was some weird ADR. Mm. They were clearly being told to improvise some chat while yeah. they were hanging there, and then yeah. they and then they ADR'd some proper lines over. I couldn't it, tell so it if it was green, a blue screen as well because it looked a bit oh. odd. Round they looked a bit lines oh. around them looked a bit odd. I didn't spot that. It looked that a bit like it was been. blue screen because I kept thinking they wouldn't have Sean Connery dangling from a massive rope over a lake, would they? Or no, should I say, Sean right. Connery wouldn't have himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's dang. got golf to play. Yeah, it looked blue screen to me. Oh, that's a odd. shame. But yeah, so they fall in the water and then. <laughs> They get out of the water and then they basically make camp. Yes. And he, well, he starts flirting with her a bit because he says, you were spectacular. Yeah. And he promises her she can cry. Yes. And she does. Yeah. And they have a bit of a cuddle in the lake. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting. Didn't you think it was interesting that they didn't kiss there? I felt it like felt that like would like normally be a kiss. a kiss moment. But kiss I honestly Harrison think... Harrison Ford and Sigourney Weaver. Yes. And I honestly think they, they were just like, oh, do we have to... We don't let's not, want let's to. Just let's not. just not bother. Let's be a bit fun yeah. and flirty. Yeah. Yeah. There um, were no kisses in the whole film. No. They don't even kiss at the end, do they? I don't think so. No, even though they're taking off each other's clothes. <laughs> he does fuck a monkey, though. <laughs> so. You're right. After Post-credits, sure. <laughs> I don't know if he's kissed the monkey. I hope he kissed he the monkey kiss. first. Monkeys don't want to be kissed. <laughs> just want, they're all about the effing. The action, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then uh, she, they go to bed, as you, as you brought up earlier, and she has yeah. a dream that uh, Melvin Hayes, the medicine man... Draws on her head. Draws on her head, a like blue yeah. line, which yeah. we find out later doesn't come off. Yes, which is amazing. But it's I suppose it's better than a cock, which is what you usually draw, I've you know, when people's, down, yeah, yeah. yeah, when people But that's are like asleep. you going to sleep at a party and yeah. rather than your friends drawing a cock on you have the pen, they use a tattoo pen so it never comes off ever. <laughs> yeah, and draw something quite like abstract. Mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean anything either. A blue line right across her forehead. But she could probably she'd probably be all right with the fringe, wouldn't she? That's Maybe it's a... prison talk for their filth. Yes. Yeah. Well, I did think is it was it Melvin Hayes wanting to say he he claimed her? I don't know. His, it's never made clear. No, it's a very sort of coy film in that way. Like the sex, it's very yeah. Nothing's. I mean, there's still bits of this that I don't really understand. No, and I really was paying attention. Mm. Um, yeah, I think confusion is is the enemy of this yes. script a bit. And Sean and the medicine man have a relationship, yes. which gets resolved. Yeah. But I don't know what him drawing on her head means. No. No, because, yeah, because it wasn't like they were fighting over her. Is he saying, is, are we trying to say here that she's some sort of spiritual being, you know, like some sort of special, you are a spirit. Oh, Maybe oh, he's I saying you Maybe are, you're saying that. You are magic. Give us a cool love. Well, you could have his phone number, you think. <laughs> his phone <laughs> number is one mirror. blue line. Yeah. It's actually well, a tree. Well, in the jungle, yeah. yeah that's, um... Don't be racist. <laughs> that's, that's how they do phone numbers in the jungle. Is it really? Is that racist? Yes. Okay. It's junglist massive. Very, yeah, junglist massive. Big up the junglist massive. That's it. That's what we do. Um, but then we meet the um, uh, Melvin Hayes. Yes. And they um, have a wise, cracky fight. He wants a fight. And the witch doctor says that uh, he's there's no juju in the sky. Why flower. do they? What do they want from the witch doctor? Well, the little boy's been taken there, him. so they want to rescue the little boy. Okay, but he but comes out. But they also out, wanted to pick his brain. Pick his brain about so, the sky flower. Right. So they have so like they think a. He might know something about the sky flower. Uh, yes, because he's the one who Sean first saw him picking it. 
Okay, so he picked it, but he didn't have anything to do with the serum. Or... No. Okay. But they were trying to eliminate all uh, possibilities. Yes. That maybe he was picking his nose when he picked it or something. Or... Yeah, So yes. maybe he's got magic bogeys. That would be an amazing Wouldn't it? end to the film as well. They could decapitate him. Constant bogeys. No, that's not how you get constant bogeys, decapitating Put him in a room with dogs and cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him colds, but nothing yeah. worse. And AIDS. <laughs> Just for, for luck. <laughs> oh dear um, but Sean and uh, Melvin have a comedy fight yeah. where there's lots of sticks being hit on the feet and things And but there's again there's, there would have been an opportunity for an age thing here because they're like they're, we're going to have a fight and she's like but he's only two foot tall mm-hmm. but then you would go mind you you are quite old yeah. now so maybe it evens out you're 60 something years like old something like that yeah, yeah. Because I was watching him thinking, oh, he's going to, you know, he's going to have a fall, isn't he? He's going <laughs> to break his hip. Like a hip. Yeah. yeah. You have to press that red button. <laughs> <laughs> Love the idea of him taking one of those to the jungle. You would, wouldn't yeah, you? you? Yeah, you would. Just in case. <laughs> Who was it? Mrs. Merton? No, Mrs. Somebody Knows Help Is Coming. That's what the adverts were. Oh, I don't know. It was know. just a, yeah, a, a white-haired lady lying in a conservatory. I just remember the floor. Harry Hill joke about my nan's got one of those red buttons. When she has a fall, she presses it and it notifies the nearest estate agent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mrs. Savage? No, I don't think that's... not Mrs. Uh, Savage. No, no that, was, that was an old, a, a little old lady that... Um, Lily Savage? Was, no, but... Uh, my sister and I once became helpless with laughter because a tiny old lady with a big blue rinse was being led out of the hairdressers and then we heard her say, are you all right, Mrs. Savage? <laughs> we just thought it was really, really... That is good. Amazing. It's a good name for an old lady. It is. Yeah. Particularly if she's got two twin boys who are gangsters. Yes. Vincent. There was Vince Savage was in Grange Hill. Yeah. Trevor Cleaver and Vince Savage. Yes, I remember Vince Savage. I want to do a podcast called Gonch's Toast Club. <gasps> Where it's do you know all I know about... Gonch? No, I do. you fucking don't. We should don't. maybe talk about this off air. Yeah. Fuck I mean, I haven't seen him for a long time, but I know his ex-girlfriend very well. I want to see him. He's amazing. You'd oh, love him. I love him. He was my like best friend when I was little, even though I never met him. Well, do you know what he gets all the time? Basically, when he's introduced to a group of friends, you know, it, someone will always say, oh yeah, we've, we've met, we've met. And he'll yeah. just, he just takes it. He never says, I was Gonch in Grange Hill, but then gradually people go... I know we haven't met <laughs> your gonch, but everyone thinks they went to school with him. I would literally do a Wayne's World style, I'm not worthy of him. <laughs> he, weirdly, he went to my university as well, even though that's not how I probably met him. But we were going to get him to turn on our Christmas lights as the local celebrity. Wow. Yeah. I he's genuinely am in awe of gonch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. Holloway can fuck off. Gonch. <laughs> gonch was the best. Sure. He was the best out of all of them. Anyway, so they have a little fight and then he tells Sean that there's no juju in the sky flower. Yes. But I don't know why they particularly believe him, but I suppose that's... There's only a house for bugs. Yeah. That's what he says. Only a house for bugs. But I thought that 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 was being translated as you're an idiot. Well, yeah, because we should say that while they're having a fight, Lorraine Bracco and the tribesman that's come with him, uh, they're basically having banter. Yeah. And she's shouting things at Sean. He's like, God damn it! (laughs) Yeah. yeah, but he's supposed to be giving compliments to the medicine man and the medicine man slagging him off, is he's that? He's supposed to let the medicine man win, yeah, yeah and just be a passive cuck, essentially, passive cuck. as wow. they would say these days. So uh, but he doesn't really, he... No, he can't help it, he's no. James Bond. Exactly. So they bring the sickly boy back to the village, and Sean gets drunk, because we've reached the point in the hero's journey where everyone has to abandon the journey. Yes, uh, and Crane talks about his wife and why she left him. 
Yeah. And he starts getting into it and then he has to go and have a prayer with everybody. Yes. But again, he says, where was I when you were six? And she doesn't say, I don't know, getting your free bus pass. (laughs) See, I wish it was you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, But then the boy has basically been laid out and they're all praying and doing a prayer dance for the boy. And Lorraine comes in and gives the boy the injection. Yeah, because you have to. 75% of it. (laughs) But what's the point of that? Because then 25% of it won't be enough. And seventy-five percent won't cure him. Probably how they know, you know how much how do you know? they know how much serum they need to cure the boy. Right. They didn't say we can give him most. I mean, that's the dilemma. You have it's to abide by it. It's like oh, Sophie's not, choice. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so the next morning, <laughs> the boy's travel. fine. Yeah, but there's smoke, and Sean says time's up. Yes, which is fairly sort of what's happening these days. He probably means yeah. that Harvey Weinstein's watching this <laughs> on his way. Time's up, Harvey. You fuck that monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the monkeys are going to be doing Me Too soon. They are. It's coming. Those PG Tips ones. I was carrying a piano up the stairs and someone wanked in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they got 24 hours. Basically, we should have said that Lorraine Bracco's boss, uh, a foreign bloke, I've forgotten his name. Miguel. Miguel, thank you. Uh, He is going to run a road through the village. But there's yeah. no proof that this cancer stuff can be reproduced. Why is he doing that? I don't know. Couldn't they go Maybe round? Couldn't medicine... they do a bypass? It's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, isn't it? There's a, yeah. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Uh, so they've got 24 hours to find a cure. And then she finds his sketchbook and the pick of her. Yeah. And then she decides she's going to run another test. At this point, Sean's given up, essentially. And yeah. she, she accidentally cracks the missing solution. And Sean says, yeah. What did you use? She says, sugar solution. And at that point, I was thinking, sugar, sugar's yeah. a cure for cancer. Yeah. What an amazing twist. Amazing. It's not. It's not. And this, I like this bit because he said, yeah. what did you use for the sugar? And he empties the bowl and there's loads of weird ants in yeah. there. Yeah, spiders. Are they spiders? Yeah, they're spiders. Oh, I thought they were ants. No, it's it's mentioned. Is it? Spiders. Spider. Oh, of course, it has to be less. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, they, they, they run to the forest. And this is the weird bit. It. Oh, it was so weird. And yeah. I, I didn't know if it was weird because I, I couldn't see my um, tablet screen very well. <laughs> You're watching on a tablet? Yeah. Right. Um, on a train. Uh, so I, I so was how, sort of, how, how did your husband comment on this film? Well, because I went home and I taught him about moral right. philosophy for, okay. for about 20 minutes, which right. is what I do every night. Of course. Um, I've got a degree in philosophy. So, have you? you know, that's, uh, yeah, or, that's what I talk about. I should about. say, have you or why have you? Why have you or have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did it right the first time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought you were being polite, you know, just interest, showing interest, but no. No, I thought it was a no. philosoph- philosophical question. <clears throat> Is it? I, I, I think, therefore, I did. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, yes, I, I couldn't tell some things were on fire. Well, we get lots of slow motion um, and moody music yeah. because they're basically... This is the bit I didn't I mean, get. I thought that was buffering the slow motion. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> they're basically knocking down all the jungle yeah. and burning stuff. Sean comes and starts a fight with them. And because of this fight, it causes a digger to run over and push over a big fire, which burns the whole forest down. Yes, you see, now I thought that's what it looked so like. So Sean hadn't have done that. Yeah. His lab would still be there now. Yeah. But because of him doing that and getting beaten up, his whole lab burns down yes. and their village. Yeah. So well done. 
Yeah, so in a way, <clears throat> he's r- ruined his own film. In, yeah. more, in fact, in more than one way, he's ruined way. More than one his way. own film. So the next morning, everything's burnt down, and uh, Miguel arrives. And By this point, um, Sean and Lorraine are mm-hmm. sort of wearing matching mother-daughter outfits. They certainly which are. Which is lovely. <laughs> yeah. Is it Mother Sunday and Arrested Development? They're doing that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. And then he arrives, and the first thing she says to him is... Uh, haven't you ever lost anything? Your purse, your car keys? And it's yeah. just weird because he wasn't there when that yeah, yeah, first yeah. conversation happened. So he's just like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's a ridiculous callback. Yeah. But not even a very good... It's not even... Yeah, it it, it doesn't work on, on either level. Particularly the voice I did. I should apologise. <laughs> I'm not do, an actor. Do it again, do it again. No, no, no I can't. Oh, right. This is... Um, <clears throat> yeah, because what it isn't even queued up properly. He doesn't even say... I can't remember what he says. I don't he think he says it. It about... just feels really out of nowhere. It feels yeah. apropos of nothing. Exactly. But Sean has um, taken his hair down. He has. Which is the international sign for breakdown. That's right. Um, yeah. Or being more attractive. The only way it would look more obvious if he was eating a pot of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they could have done that because they have some freeze-dried ice cream. They do, like the spacemen have. Yeah. I said yeah, yeah. spacemen. Spacemen. Like, like they're Jewish. Spacemen's. Yeah. This is Carl Spacemen. astronauts. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, uh, the 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 village is gone, and Crane yeah. says that she'll she's going to give him all the equipment. Yep. And the doctor he initially wanted because he initially wanted a man doctor. Yeah, Mister Manlove. Mister Manlove. Sea Sea Love. Something something, something like odd. That. Yeah. Alan Sea Love. Ian Monkey Love. <laughs> and um, Sean then says he wants her, and basically our husband's a dick. Yeah, and um, the husband thing is weird. For a, for a couple of reasons, but one of which he seems to be, they seem to both know him and he's a society darling or something. If this was a Romancing the Stone type film, yeah. you'd have a scene at the beginning with her and her husband and, and yes. make it clear the husband is a dick. Yes, absolutely. Completely and ignoring her and horrible and everything. Completely. Like the guy in Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's her boyfriend no, in that is a real dick. You're right, there's no sort of context... That, yeah, that makes you care about the background. Yeah, the husband is just a... You, I mean, he may as well be made up. And then you see her with Harrison Ford and you're like, what are you <laughs> yeah, doing with that exactly. husband? But then you get him with Sean Connery, you're just like, oh, you probably go back to the... No. And also it felt a bit annoying that she was, you know, she was like his boss, she was his boss. And yeah. now she's slightly been, even though she wants to stay, mm. but it's like she's saying as his assistant, which felt a bit... Retrograde is like, oh, okay, he gets to be in charge again, which is a little bit boring in terms, you know, in terms of they've done that. Oh, that lovely twist that she's his, she's in charge, and now she's definitely back. And then we get another reading of her her reading a letter to her fiance, like she's in an echoey bathroom. Yes, well, it's like she's gone into a cave to Mm. record it and send him the tape or something. Very disappointing. But she basically says, oh, she says, I'm going to stay here and, you know, carry on my work. Then she goes something like, oh, and about our marriage. About our marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah, she says, I'm not ready for it yet. Yeah. Which is good because it leaves the door open in case, because this man, he's not all that. He's and he's going to die soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The foreshadowing of the AIDS. But the last what? scene, I must say, I, I, I really liked it. Where yes. she's all tribeswoman. Bums. You know, she hasn't got her bum or boobs out, obviously. <laughs> but she's got tribal markings, not just the blue line, but she's yeah, also got stuff she's on, her on her cheek. cheek as well. But she's wearing her Clive Sinclair glasses. No shoes. Because remember when she arrived, she was, she was all wearing about those boots, boots yeah. that were just, I mean, we didn't mention it because we're, we're too busy, but <laughs> the boots when she arrived, they were like really sort of secure boots because she was worried about spiders. Yeah. But now, yeah. no shoes. 
And then Sean's walking through the jungle behind her with a golf club. Yes. And he says, Dr. Brooklyn. Bronx. I've done it the wrong way around again, haven't I? Dr. Bronx. I mean, he's got dementia, so, you know, he's probably... I have as well. That sounds it. But there's some ADR there about Dr. Bronx, we should get going. And then she turns around and walks off and that's the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they've done that unbutton your shirt thing already she yes. says to him she says it to him button your shirt but again it doesn't seem sexy it seems like she's worried about his procedural heart. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah <laughs> just let me check checking Everything your liver spots <laughs> there were 15 there yesterday there's Definitely 12 Definitely not gonna yeah sleep with you now but yes so um i before this i was like yes i'm pretty sure i'm not going to like this film same and and I did. Yep. Not much, but I did. Same. <laughs> I had a warm feeling from it. Yeah. But it would have been warmer if it had been Harrison Ford and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's it was a missed opportunity. It could have been a great film, mm. and instead it was fine. It focused too much on things that are just not interesting. Yeah. Should have yeah, had more yeah. action and excitement. Yes. And humour. And humour. And less didn't... monkey fucking. <laughs> Oh, there can never be enough monkey fire. <laughs> but we've reached the point of the podcast where I ask you the quick fire questions. <laughs> so here we go. Yeah. Who is the best Bond and what is the best Bond film? Um, the, the best Bond I'm going to say is Daniel Craig, even though I've never seen him being Bond. But good. I did really like him in Our Friends in the North. Good. This is a good question. <laughs> yeah. Answer. Um, and so the best Bond film. Um, I again I haven't seen that many uh, but I'm going to go for Goldeneye which is the last one I saw in the cinema Great. and I really like Alan Cumming and Tina Turner so that's a, it's a good I can choice. just remember the pen the pen stuff's good isn't it yeah the pen stuff's good yeah really good good that'll do excellent so in your opinion <laughs> yes who is the worst Bond and what is the worst Bond film of the ones I've seen mm. uh, David Niven Right. Probably. No one's ever said that. That's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. And the worst Bond film? I like film? Dave Niven, but uh, not in this. The worst Bond film. Well, weirdly, I think I've only seen the very worst ones. The only ones I've seen in the cinema are Octopussy and Never Say Never Again. No, apart from Golden Ivy. Mm. But they're both considered the worst, aren't they? They're not good. Yeah. But I was a child, so, you know. What the fuck mm, did you know? I don't know, exactly. Yeah. So who do you have as James Bond next? Uh, uh, ABH. What? Anyone but Hiddleston. Oh, I like that. Is that <laughs> um, a thing? No, uh, it's my thing. Uh, it's my answer to everything. Take it, take yeah, it. Um, uh, but how about a real uh, twist? Uh, Malala. Who? Malala Yousafzai. Who's that? She's the girl who got shot and went on to be a pioneer. Um, yeah. <gasps> okay. The Afghan. Is she Afghan? Okay. Is she the one who won the Nobel Prize? Yeah, she won a Nobel Prize. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hip. I'm with it. Good. <laughs> I don't so, think it's about being hip, particularly. That Nobel you, Prize. She might have got shot in the hip. Um, she got shot in the head. What? She got shot in the head. Sounds like She's hip. amazing. <laughs> Doesn't though, does it? It's like Sophie's Choice again. Really um, isn't. James Bond is full of stupid names like Money Penny, Small Bone, and Good Head. Give me your best Bond lady name that you've made up. Uh, Mercy Titwank. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that sounds like a person and a service. Exactly, yeah. that's the classic Bond. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thing. Well, beautiful, Great. beautiful. We don't want to go into that too much. No. Um, so, give me your best Bond film title that you've made up. I thought about thought about this a lot, mm. and I've gone with James Bond goes on holiday. I like it <laughs> because I think that's the only Bond film I'd be like. 
Well, no, I'd quite like to see what scrapes he got you know into when he was perfect? off duty. Go on. Because uh, a Smash listener, every time we listen to this guy called James Marshall, yes. he makes posters. Oh. Based on this, and he uses the cover of the film we're talking about. So it'd be the cover of Medicine Man, and it'll say James Bond goes on holiday. <laughs> perfect. Because he's in goes. the forest. It's a bit exotic. Yeah, yeah it's gone lovely. on exotic. Well, I was thinking it was more of a sort of Costa del Sol thing. But um, as long as it's really dull and not very much happens, maybe a bit of slapstick. He's visiting but, um, Medicine Man, so you've got what you asked for. <laughs> a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Templar, the saint, and James Bond 007. Who wins? Now, Simon Templar is a little bit supernatural, isn't he? No? It turns well, out, all right, I'm going to go yeah. with James Bond because good. there are more of them. That's the right answer. Good. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> good point. What, did, all... did Roger Moore ever get asked that for real? He must have done. No, it was in... Well, um, it's from our no, man. I know. I know, but <laughs> nobody points... There's Sorry. only one person that's actually pointed it out. What? That it's from um, Oh really? It's from Alan oh, okay. But I wonder if Roger Moore someone must have asked Roger Moore. I'd like to have, but he's dead now. Yeah. It's a shame. Did you know he invent you do know he invented uh, Magnums, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. It's almost as good as Mark's story. Yeah, not as good. Nothing's as good as Mark's story. No. Finally. Yeah. You're stranded on a desert island with Sean Connery, George Lazenby. Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Piers Brosnan and Daniel Craig. Who do you elect as leader to advise your rescue attempt? And if it fails, who do you eat first? I'm going to go with Daniel Craig for leader because he's the one I'm most scared of. Right. That's sort of how I do live all of my life. Makes sense. Um, but I don't know, eating first. They, I mean, they all look quite chewy, don't they? What would you, who would you go with? Who would I go yeah. with? Uh, I'd probably go with Sean. Sean, it's going to be gr- gritty, Smoked. isn't it? <laughs> Sean smoked. It's very you tanned. should. Add, you totally should add that to your list. And how would you cook them? It's a good idea. <laughs> I want this to be a question on Desert Island Discs. Yeah, why not? You know, you get after the you know you, what books would luxury, you take luxury yeah. items. And if you were there with somebody else, who would it be, and how would you eat them? <laughs> Send it in because there's going to be I'm a sure point where one of you is going to die, and you're going to have to eat the other yeah. one. Yeah. I was wondering, do people ever cut off their own? limbs and Cook eat them. that <laughs> yeah you sort of feel like you're really hungry which one would you cut off though well it would be i mean you're a fool to cut off an arm if you're well you need them don't you <laughs> yeah but you also need so your feet foot? well yeah maybe you do maybe that's why people maybe that's what the if simple you found answer. a really nice well and it's at the top of a hill what about a bit of your thigh you might die though because hasn't that got your um jugular oh. veins in them oh, <laughs> oh you're right hair Head. <laughs> eat your own head. Kick off, cut off your head and eat it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so, I can't remember what the answer was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You'll listen back. We'll listen back at some either. point. Margaret, thank you very much thank you. for being here. It was really, really fun. Thank you Thanks very Thanks for making much. a film that it. was dreadful fun. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? No, I liked it. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.